Speak the Word podcasts, the word of God with no restrictions, no limitations and no barriers. For the Bible says in Daniel 11.32, those that know their God will be filled with power and do great exploits. In this podcast, we will explore the word of God together, growing in Christ and building a better relationship with the Father. So tune in to Speak the Word podcast every Friday at 9pm. Some people, your master is pursuit. You are looking to do well in life. You want to be the top person. But don't let that control you. Don't let it be that thing that drives you in life. Let God be the one driving you. We see here the Tower of Babel, where Babylon, where the people were building a tower up, up, up. They thought, yeah, we're going to build a tower for ourselves. Do, do, do. Genesis chapter 11, verse 4. They thought, we'll build a tower. Yeah, we'll make ourselves gods. God struck that tower down real quick. Before the tower would even go anywhere, he already struck it down. They said, yeah, they think the shy, the shy doesn't want to reach heavens. We will reach heavens. Genesis chapter 11. It says, verse 1. I'm going to read from verse 1 to 4. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. So at this point, the world, was, everyone was speaking the same thing, right? There's a reason why it's mentioned here. Verse 2. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. Then use bricks instead of stone and tar for the mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches the heaven so we can make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we'll be scattered over the face of the whole earth. What kind of thing is that? When no, Why would they be scattered? Why would that thing come to them? Because God was not the priority in their life. They wanted to pursue. They wanted to be make a name for themselves. Don't let your pursuit in life be the thing to control you. Don't let your pursuit in life be the thing that's driving you, that's causing you not to seek God thoroughly. But in verse 5, it says, But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower the people were building. The Lord said, If as one person speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. Verse 8. So the Lord scattered them from all from there all over the earth and they stopped building that city. That is why it's called Bebel, because the Lord confused the language of the whole world. So because of what these people are thinking, God said, you know what, you, th- you guys think you can build a city? In fact, you know, he said, you guys will keep building, but I'm going to confuse you. I will let everyone start speaking different languages. Because then when you can't understand each other, the people that understand each other will go one place. The people that understand each other will go one place and they'll be scattered. That is what God is saying to you today. You think you're pursuing something that's not of me. Don't worry. Keep on pursuing it. I will let everything scatter. Because when you're pursuing other things that are not of God, that means you're not seeking God first. And that means God is not priority. And God has to be the priority. God has to be the priority. If you can go further to even understand this more, in Isaiah chapter 47, verse 3 and 7, verse 3 and 11, it says, Isaiah 47 verse 3 and it's talking about the people of um, Babel. It says your nakedness will be exposed and your shame uncovered. I will take vengeance. I will spare no one. This is God speaking. He said I'm not going to spare anybody. You don't think you can be pursuing other things. I'm not going to spare no one. Verse 11. It goes on further and says disaster will come upon you and you will not know how to conjure it away. A calamity will fall upon you that you cannot ward off with a ransom. A catastrophe you cannot foresee will suddenly 
come upon you. God is saying, I will take vengeance. The Lord says, vengeance is mine. Vengeance is mine. You're seeking after things that are not edifying. You're seeking after things because you want to do well in life. But vengeance is mine. You can't seek other things and try to seek me. You will let one thing prioritize. And God is saying, no. That thing you're seeking after, that dream job, that will let become your God in your life, no way. I will become the priority. And God will scatter it. The calamity will fall upon it. Because you cannot let things that are materialistic, things that, that yeah, it's important to do when life, but God will not let his people be forsaken. I am young and now I'm old. I've never seen a right to forsaken nor that I beg for bread. God will not let you beg for bread. So why are you seeking so much to do well? So seeking so much to be the, the top one. Seeking so much to, so everyone can see you, so you can be seen. No, God has to be seen. You have to drop all those things away. You cannot truly say you're crucified with Christ, but then you're seeking after God. Paul says in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, such a powerful, powerful statement. He says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself. This Paul is saying, I can't live for anybody else but Christ. Even in 16, in the verse 19, it says, for through the law, I died to the law, so I might live for God. Paul said, what, what does pursuit mean? What does dreams and goals mean? No, 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 no. I have to live for Christ. And I know God will give me my pursuit. God will give me what I'm supposed to be doing. God will give me my desire. If you go to Mark chapter 13, verse 34, it talks about when God is coming. And there's something important there that I said. And I think it's very important to bring that in here about pursuit. Mark chapter 13, verse 34. And it reads, it is like a man going away. He leaves his house and puts his servants in charge, each with their assigned task, and tells the one at the door to keep watch. This means you lot are pursuing so much for these of this world, or you're pursuing all your dreams and desire. But God has a task for you. He already has something he has planned for you to do. This means forget that. Seek God and do the planning he has done. Because this is talking about when God has gone, he will come back for the time and hours not knowing when God comes. He has left a task for you. And the Bible even goes on further to say, it says in verse 35, therefore keep watch because you do not want the owner of the house to come back, whether it is day or night or when the rooster crows at dawn and he comes, do not let him find you sleeping. What I say to you, I say to everyone, watch. God is saying, you are seeking so much, but God is, that's not your, that's not your, what God has in store for you. And when he comes back, you'll be seeking that goal. You'll be seeking that thing so much. You've forgotten God. And God will be like, you're slumbering and sleeping. You're not even doing the assigned task I have. God has an assigned task for each and every one of us. And that is your, that should be your goal. That should be your pursuit to do the task God has set for you. Not to seek after this dream job that could go away in the, the flash. You're seeking after that job. But God is like, no. He's like, no, seek me first. I will sort everything else out. Seek me first. I will sort it all out. The final thing I want to draw upon being a master and some people's life is fear. I don't know, maybe it's because of what's going on right now with the whole pandemic and a lot of people are in fear. But God is like, you can't be fearful. Fear me, the Lord your God. That's the only thing you need to fear. Don't be fearing things in this world because I will give you rest. The Bible says, lay everything at the feet of the Lord, I will give you rest. You can't be fearing the unknown and let that control you. No. The Bible says in Psalm 23, verse 4, 
Yea, that I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. Psalm 23, verse 4. It says, Even though I walk through the va- darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. God is saying, you are fearing things, but I will be your comfort. I'll be the thing that you rest on in. I will not let you walk through that valley and anything harm you. Don't let fear control you. Regardless of what's going on in the world, don't let fear be the thing controlling you. Because when fear controls, it becomes a master. You're letting fear become higher than what God is. And that is an error, a big, big error. Fear cannot be the one dictating your life. God is the one that dictates your life. You should only fear God. You should not put anything above God. Job chapter 1, verse 10. Even the devil knows that God is protecting us. Because the devil said to to God, when they're talking about Job, he says, even verse 9, we'll go from verse 9. It says, does Job fear God for anything? Satan replies, have you not put a hedge around him and his household, everything he has? Have you not the... Have you blessed the works of his hand so that his flock and herds are spread through the land? The devil even knows that when you're on God's side, you are protected. There's a hedge around you. Nothing can touch you. The devil knows that. So how much more you should know that? Do not fear. God is with you. Do not let fear control you. This is not time to be fearing God. This is the time. This is not time to be fearing, but this is time to be building for Christ. This is time to know God even more. This is time to learn more in the word of the Lord. You should not fear anything. Let God be the one to control you. Do not let fear be the one controlling you. We even see Peter. Peter that Jesus said, upon this rock I will build my church. He feared. When Jesus was on the water, he even said, Master, say I will say, come, come to me and I'll come to you. So Peter had faith, but he let fear control him. In that point of time, he let fear become a master to him. Matthew chapter 14, verse 30 to 31. I'll even give you 28. Peter said this. Lord, if it is you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. 29, come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus. So this means Peter was even walking on the water. But verse 30, but he saw the wind and he became afraid and began to sink, crying, Lord, save me. 31, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, why do you doubt? You said, Peter already said, if it is you, God, Tell me to come and I will come. He started coming. But because of one little wind, he became afraid. But God is like, the wind, am I not mightier than the wind? Why are you afraid? Don't have little faith. This is not the time to have little faith. This is time to fear God more. This is time to know God more. Know God more. The only thing you should fear is the Lord. And even that fear is a fear of love. It's not a fear of scared and you're scared you're going to get in trouble. No, it's a fear of love and the, the, the love of God that you have for him. People, I want you to really think about what is the master in your life. The Bible says you cannot have two masters. Matthew chapter 6, 24. But you have to decide today, what will be your master? Will you let God be your master and bask in the love of the Lord? Or will you let something else be your master and let have God turn his back on you? Who is your master? And after everything I've said today, if you know God is your master and he's the master of your life, but you have never committed yourself to him, you have never turned back from the things of this world, this is the time to do it. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, God is knocking at the door. Who will answer? Because whoever answers, he will come and dine with you. 